Hello, Guardians. Today is September 15th, 2023. My name's Dan Finity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're just coming in, my name is Dan Finity. I am a Twitch streamer and partner uh, that has been in the Destiny 2 community for ages. <laughs> uh, if you're coming back, welcome back. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we get too far into the episode. I am going to be in Europe over the next couple of weeks. Jenny and I are taking a trip to Germany and to Belgium and to London until the end of the month. So I won't be recording new news episodes of Destiny Digest to put out on Fridays. That said, you will receive two episodes. One's going to be a Great Sips episode, and the other one's going to be the complete reprised interview from uh, Salta Greppo. See, Bungie, I have learned something. Um, <laughs> that will be out over the next two Fridays. And then once we get back, into the swing of things that following Friday should be a new episode, should be a new interview for you guys to listen to. I'm so grateful that you guys support the show uh, by rating and reviewing on your podcast platform of choice. Also like to those of you who, who give money to help support the show. It means a lot to me that, um, that you give uh, for this project. I've been doing this for about a year now. Prior to this, I was doing planet destiny and um, just your support means a lot. It allows me to do a lot of different things that I hadn't thought possible before, as well as um, helps me continue to delve deeper into the community and meet new rad people. And I hope that you enjoy the conversations that we have. Another thing that, I, that I'm kind of looking at over the next couple of weeks, this is getting into some of the content creator weeds, but I'm looking at how different platforms affect the, the overall like package of the thing. I think what we have here at Destiny Digest is very strong. I think that it's a good feedback tool. I feel like the conversations are good. I've been taking the video of Destiny Digest and putting that up on YouTube as well, but I feel like I need to find a good balance of what goes on YouTube and what stays in the audio feed. So I'll be kind of turning over that uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know if I'll have a full answer, but there will be a little bit of a shakeup uh, when it comes to how you intake the show video-wise. I need, I need to find a better identity for it on YouTube. That said, the audio isn't going anywhere, and I will be doing my best to make sure that it is an excellent show for you guys to listen to each week. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. Now into the news of Destiny 2. It's, it's a little, it, it is a little dry this week. There's not too much that's going on. We got a new trailer for the final shape uh, showing the location for the DLC. I'm very excited to see how surreal it's getting in Destiny 2. I always feel like dipping into the surreal in Destiny brings new ideas and it raises my anticipation for the final shape each time I see something just freaking bizarre. I just, I like my sci-fi weird. I like my fantasy weird. And if you take my sci-fi and my fantasy and you, and they're both weird and then you meld them together in a weird way. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. This week we did receive a twid, uh, on nine fourteen. This one covers a lot 
of changes to the shard economy. Namely, they're going to be removing legendary shards completely from the game by the final shape. Over the years, we've seen them refine the economy and, and take out currencies that didn't seem to make sense anymore, or maybe that that bogged down the grind and the loop progression. But legendary shards have been in the game since launch, and some people who've been playing for a long time have enormous quantities of them, whether they got them through ill-gotten gains <laughs> by, by some sort of like armor exploit in the collections, or if, you know, you just were playing the game, you earned weapons and stuff, and you sharded it, and you got these legendary shards. Um, currently, I am sitting at 13,633. It's not nearly as much as some people. It's more than, than most, and I'm looking at it right now. I can spend them on all sorts of things. Uh, right now, raid banners being probably the thing that I personally would invest in as a Sherpa. In the coming months, maybe I'll do a little bit more of that. But right now, I have I've over 900 raid banners, and I can't store them in my vault. So what's a guy going to do? I am, however, week over week, uh, enhancement core poor. <laughs> so... I, I, I did a little bit of math. And so in each enhancement core that you can purchase from Rahul is 30 legendary shards. You can only select five of them a day. So if I purchase five of them, that's 150 legendary shards to get rid of my full amount of legendary shards. The full 13,633. I would have to buy five enhancement cores every day for 91 days in order to get rid of all of my legendary shards. That's three months. That's a season. Uh, that's that's not too bad. If I start once I get back from Germany, uh, that'll, that'll take me into January. That will net me close to 455 enhancement cores. So if I don't spend any, I'll see that. It's, it's a whole... I, I'm thinking real strangely about this <laughs> legendary shard economy. And uh, it's... It's it's got me a little loopy. That said, I, I'm glad that they are getting rid of it. They have said that they're not giving anything in the way of a make good for the legendary shards that we have, which is kind of a bummer. Some people online are talking about raising the glimmer cap because obviously a lot of things that we pay legendary shards for in the game right now are going to be transferred over to glimmer. And that's we're going to need some push and pull when it comes to the cap on glimmer. Undoubtedly, I think that that will happen. I don't. I don't think that uh, Bungie will let that uh, slide for too much longer. But who knows what the new cap will be, or if there even will be a cap? My guessing would be that there would be a new cap, and it would be maybe double what we have right now. All this to say, gaming economies are weird, and I feel weird for talking about the gaming economy in Destiny Two as if it were some Wall Street thing. I don't. I don't know. Let me know how you feel about your legendary shards uh, in, in the coming weeks. I'll be checking in occasionally. Next Tuesday, Crota's End will be getting a new Master difficulty starting on September 19th. On September 19th, we'll also be getting update 7.2.0.4. This update will have in it some improvements for the essences of the Oversoul. They say in the Twid, for starters... Your first full clear of Crota's End each week will now provide two guaranteed essences of Oversoul, the guaranteed weekly drop from defeating Crota, and an additional guaranteed drop from beating each encounter in order from start to finish. 
Then every time you do a full clear, you will still earn that additional guaranteed essence. So there's now a way to farm them. We are also increasing the drop rate of random essence of Oversoul for repeated clears of each encounter. So you can even earn more per try. This is really good. That was a pain point in that Necrochasm quest uh, for a while. I just got my Edelon ally and I think I have uh, about half of the essences of Oversoul collected uh, to change it into Necrochasm. I understand wanting to streamline the thing and make it a quest. I also understand that adding RNG into the quests uh, was was a choice. <laughs> Grateful that they are are tuning it next week so that it's a little bit more forgiving, that it's a little bit more farmable. So if you want the Necrochasm and the Catalyst, um, that it will be a little bit easier uh, down the line. Also, if you completed the Crota's End 48-hour challenge mode uh, and didn't get your emblem, they did talk about that in the player support section, saying that since contest mode for the Crota's End raid concluded, we've been investigating reports that some players who completed challenge mode did not receive credit in the all-for-one triumph when defeating Crota, blocking them from obtaining the triumph and the emblem. As a first step, we're currently creating a list of verified players who completed the contest in challenge modes, but who did not receive credit for defeating Crota during the time frame. They're also going to create flags in the next update that comes out on Tuesday that will help check off defeating Crota and unlocking the All for One Triumph, as well as creating an additional server item that our list of verified players can interact with to get their missing items. I feel like the biggest bit of news however, comes out of the PvP updates. The PvP strike team has been assembled. They're already collaborating with teams in Sandbox uh, to make a better PvP experience in Destiny 2. There will be a new Iron Banner mode that will be arriving in Season 23 called Tribute. They say that Tribute is a supremacy-based mode, one of my favorite modes in, in the entire game, and I'm so glad that supremacy is back. And I'm so glad that they're just adding more things to it. Uh, so they say Tribute is a supremacy-based mode where players will be able to deposit crests at Tribute stations to earn points for their team. Kind of sounds like Gambit. Banking many crests at once can trigger a hunt phase. Kind of sounds like Gambit, which activates a special Tribute station that increases the value of all crests deposited for one minute of gloriously chaotic gameplay. They'll also be bringing back the Dreaming City map Citadel, as well as tuning spawn locations for Altar of Flames, Cauldron, Anomaly, and Dead Cliffs. They go on to talk about sandbox updates that we'll see in Season 22 with Antius Wards, now needing full class ability energy to reflect incoming damage, and Young Ahamkara's Spine. They'll be reducing the impact on Grenade uptime by making it grant energy on final blows instead of just damage. Season 23 will see submachine guns get a global increase on recoil. Snipers will be getting a body shot nerf in Crucible with more details to come soon. They are getting a damage buff in PVE, however. Fusion rifles will receive a decrease in the kickstart damage bonus with harder damage fall off at longer ranges. A little bit of good news for folks uh, who have been shouting about airborne effectiveness for the past year. They will be increasing the airborne accuracy of sniper rifles and slug shotguns to be equivalent to pre-AE Icarus at their base values. I feel like if they don't do that for all the toys in your sandbox, at least you get those back. And I think that that's a pretty good start for fixing that problem of airborne effectiveness. I get that they want you to build into it. But having a couple of different types of weapons 
being able to just innately lock into that, I think is going to do wonders. In season 23, Peregrine Greaves will now only grant bonus shoulder charge damage after being airborne for a short time. They say that the goal of this change is to ensure Peregrine Greaves users are visibly airborne to other players in order to benefit from the exotic effect. In PvE, these will now provide significantly more bonus damage and refund your melee charge when used against champions, tormentors, and many bosses. They will be removing the extra lunge range for Syntheseps. Uh, to compensate, they say that they will be adding improved weapon handling and reload speed when you're surrounded. We're, they're also going to be walking back some of the nerf of Glaive melee damage as well. I feel like that's okay news. It feels like it, they're just kind of tuning it up just a little. It's not a full-blown buff. It's not completely overriding all the nerfs for Syntheseps. I feel like that's a pretty balanced change there. Other than that, next week we will see the introduction of Checkmate into the Crucible Labs playlist. Have fun out there with that, Guardians. I wish I was in the trenches with you. That game mode sounds really fun. That's all from me for now. Thank you so much for listening to the show. My name's Danfinity. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram and the TikTok at DanfinityGG. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, helping out Guardians with in-game activities. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. And if you'd like to help support the show and give a couple bucks a month, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. That is ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity. All the links are in the notes for the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for. <laughs>